You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. This is your host today, Father Jason Leffer, and I am joined by... Janelle Shanlock. And I hope we have this opportunity again in the future to be together. <laughs> Janelle, you're, you're such an inspiration to me. Now, they tell me, the calendar says that it, April showers bring May flowers. And for us, it's more like May snowstorms bring floods and something else. I was I was uh, up on Monday. I was up in the Walhalla Hills. Gorgeous. If you've never been there. And I was out riding uh, my bike, training for this 100-mile race I'm going to do here July July 23rd, Saturday, July 23rd, the Nepomuk-Gnarly. Check it out. Everybody's destination point, Pisic, North Dakota, for this bike race this summer. But I was up there, and I, I started the day, and I went out. And I was looking, and you know, it's, it's beautiful, even when it's kind of drab and dreary. And then I was on my way back. I did a 48-mile ride, and I'm on my way back, and I'm, I keep looking around saying, something changed, something. And I kept thinking there's something wrong with my sunglasses. Like, there's I'm like, something... And would you believe it, in that time that I went out and came back, the leaves came out. And they covered, like when I went up, it was barren twigs, and I'm coming back, and it's, the leaves are covering everything. And when I realized, I was just like, oh my goodness, Lord, you just, it was like a miracle, just poof, here were the leaves. I mean, just like that. It was so incredible to be, it's like being at the moment of a birth, you know, something like that it was so powerful. So, um, what's your favorite signs of spring? The warmer weather, the flowers, the trees. The life, the now, life that's coming forth. Have Have you experienced that yet this spring? Well, it's been a little dreary, and I've been we're praying against the flood and the rain. And okay, you know, so, so for it's me, been it, it's been hard. It's affected yeah. me deeply psychologically. Yeah, and I've had to like literally make decisions and choose. Like, no, it is spring. I'm going to start acting like spring, even though Friday and Saturday they're telling us we're getting a snowstorm where I live. So I'm, I'm just like, oh, and again, there goes my spirit. Oh, it's going down. Like, Lord, there's not a 70 degree day on the on the calendar for the next 10 days. I just I can't believe this. So I've got a solution. We have with us in the booth Terry Mann, and she is going to introduce us to springtime, the beauty of spring, and something very powerful and beautiful that she has discovered across the years in her faith journey. Welcome, Terry. Well, thank you, Father Leffler and Janelle. Can, can you tell us a little bit about your background and who you are? Um, well, yeah, I, I grew up on a farm by Oaks, and... Um, my grandma was a heavy-duty gardener, so I learned to garden there. And uh, as the years went by, I went into graphic design. But I still like to garden. So as uh, came into later life, I got married and had two children. And uh, then I started to really get into gardening. So I joined the gardening group here, uh, went through the Master Gardener program, um, and then we built on two and a half acres. So that was a lot of land. And so I started gardening out here. Um, and I've been doing it for, since 89. Okay. And now, before you hop in, because I know you're ready to go there. Yeah. Connect it up, though, first. Can you tell us a little bit about your faith journey? Because that's essential to what you're going to share with us. What... Give us a little nutshell version of your faith journey to the point that connects up with your gardening. Okay. Well, as I, as I grew up, I, I really didn't embrace any faith whatsoever. It was like I was, um, uh, 
I guess my dad was Methodist. So, um, you know, I, I didn't really have anything to do with it until, well, I don't know. It's like the Lord woke me up type thing. And um, I finally realized that something was missing in my life. And um, my my sister had uh, become a Catholic, and she started sharing some things with me. And I started um, talking to some priests. And uh, before you know it, I had a rosary. And then they're sending me to adoration. And... Um, then that's when I, I knew I wanted to become Catholic, and um, it's been the most wonderful, beautiful thing I've ever done in my life. Now, what part of being Catholic is, like, the most kind of valuable to you? What, what, what is the part of it that just, like, because I, I saw your eyes light up when you said it. So what, what is the, the part that you just say, this is why it's so awesome to be Catholic? Oh man, there's there, there's just so many things that are just so wonderful and beautiful about it. I mean, immediately, I embraced Mary as our mother, as my mother, and um, you know, it's just like if I felt like I knew her for years, and she, I've become closer to her than my actual mother. Um, so there's just this beautiful relationship, and then of course, you know what she does. Yeah, she brings you to Jesus. Um, you know, and I just, it just like, she would teach me how to pray, you know, and we would be going, I'd be doing these certain prayers, and then it's like, okay, we're done with that, now we're on to this. Um, even before I was, um, Catholic, I had spiritual direction. I mean, it's just like all these gifts and graces were just piling on me. And I just, I learned about the faith, and I started, you know, I still remember Father Kleinsmith talking about how important relationship was. And, uh, you know, so relationship with Mary, uh, getting to know Jesus to the point of, so Jesus, what is your favorite color? <laughs> you know, red. <laughs> so what is your favorite movie? Driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> and I had to go rent it and watch it, and I went, oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it became a very intimate relationship personal, with personal. Mary, Jesus, and, you know, getting to know the Holy Spirit and God the Father as three separate beings. So it just, you know, it just filled me. I mean, it's, I can't even... Again, I'm just, I'm watching your face as you're describing this, and I, I can just, I mean, you're testifying to us how real it is, how personal it is, how, oh, yeah. how the, the, the God who knows us, created us, and loved us, he, he has meant us for this profound personal experience and, and encounter. Now, I was reading this magazine, it's called The New Earth, which is the diocesan newspaper for the Diocese of Fargo, comes out once a month, The New Earth, and there's a very a talented uh, uh, writer for Christina Lar, and again another wonderful, um, faithful Catholic in the Diocese of Fargo, and she does these little interest columns for them. One of the things she did, and I noticed that there was one of my former parishioners, Terry Mann, has this beautiful article in there, and uh, Christina she does such a great job of writing this up, and it says, "Believe it or not, spring is coming." So Terry, you here you are in studio. What, what was this article about that people can go and they can check out online if they want? What what was the what's the um, 
main theme here of this article? You know, you know, you know, when everybody sort of focuses is on the garden and the beauty, yeah, that's part of it. God is beauty. But really, for in my heart, it's um, the devotion to Mary. Okay. Is number one. So it's like ha- going through that relationship and then just letting her take you and letting it grow. It grows in the garden. And believe me, walking through there with God in the garden is just phenomenal. I mean, he will reveal different things about different plants. He will show me different things. I mean, the things that are there are just incredible. He, uh, I will be thinking that I'm just doing these things on my own, and then later he will reveal to me, no, this is a garden that I was planning with you. And this <laughs> is, so it was one of those moments where you're just in awe and wonder of how he's been working in your life. So, okay, so, Amelia, these words you're throwing out, like garden, what comes to me, what's a garden for? Garden is for life. Where, where, did, where did the creation begin? In a garden. Where did God reveal himself to humanity? In a garden. Where did Christ redeem us? In a garden. Where did Christ rise from the dead? In a garden. It's, it's like uh, the com- first command he gives to Adam, till the garden, right? The, so, th- it has everything to do with who God created us to be. So there's this moment where your natural life, an interest in gardening and master's program gardening, and your faith meet up. What, what, was, what moment was that? When, was it 1988 or 89? Is that where it happened? No, because um, I didn't come into the church until about 2000, 2008. Okay. And I remember when I just came in, you were at the Newman Center, and I was so thankful for everything that you give me. I got leferized. <laughs> oh, yes. that, that sounds like a disease. I wonder if there's a. They might have inoculation for that. Uh, I love it. No, I. It's like you gave me so much in the faith that it just you know. So you're really a part of the Mary Garden. I mean, all the priests, all the spiritual direction, all the the teaching I've had. It, it just it's growing in the garden. And if you really want to come out and feel spring, come out to the garden right now. There is so much that's beautiful right now. There's there's stuff that's blooming. The whole works. So, it's not. I mean, I'm scared when you say that because I heard this frost is coming. Are your are the flowers going to make it through this? They're perennials. Okay, so they will fight through. Uh, yeah, I mean they they've been there all winter, and um, you know you know God willing they come back the next the next spring. But I haven't put anything out that's tender yet. I know better. Okay, so what we're going to do here, and I'm very excited for our ne- the next segment we're going to do, we're going to get in and we're going to have you introduce us to all these things that God has taught you through the different plants, what they, who they're connected with, the meanings, the, all of this. Because I've had a sneak peek. I'm really excited here to just hear these powerful uh, stories. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Uh, Father Jason Leffer with Janelle Shanock and the, the co-pilot here. Terry Mann is introducing us to the Marian Garden. And on the other side of this break, we're going to hear about these beautiful stories with the flowers. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. We all 
like to shop local, but sometimes there are items you can't easily get nearby. The next time you shop online, think of Real Presence Radio. If you use our special link, Real Presence Radio will get a portion of your purchase price on Amazon, and it won't cost you anything additional. Just go to realpresenceradio.com slash smile, and you're all set. You'll be directed to Amazon Smile, where a portion of your purchase price will be donated to Real Presence Radio. It's easy, fast, and doesn't cost you a dime. Find the link at realpresenceradio.com slash smile. Have you forgiven those who have hurt you, especially those who abandoned or left you after taking their own life? I'm Father Chris Alar. Jesus says that you can only be forgiven by God if you forgive others. It is one of the most important things you can ever do. For if you don't, you are jeopardizing your own salvation. When you refuse to forgive someone, you are not hurting them. You are only hurting yourself. Forgiveness is a critical part of the healing process, which includes forgiving yourself. Also, forgiveness may not be nearly as difficult as you think. So join us and learn how to forgive, and God can fully forgive you through His love and mercy. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. This is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision specializes in pediatric eye care and vision therapy. We partner with a national infant eye exam program called Infant C, which provides eye exams for any baby under 12 months old. Many of the major childhood eye problems, such as lazy eyes, eye turns, and ocular diseases, can be detected in this early intervention exam. Infant C eye exams can be scheduled online at www.lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud supporter of babies everywhere and a proud sponsor of Real Presence Radio. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. This is uh, Father Jason Leffer with Janelle Shanilak. And isn't it amazing the, the things we encounter in this booth and what happens, how quickly it's like, it's like time just flies. It's, it's like it's over before it begins. Yes. Now, um, so that I'm more quiet and our listeners can take full advantage of uh, Terry's experience here. We're, we're talking with Terry Mann about the Marian Garden, how her faith journey and her mastery of gardening came together, how the Blessed Mother is using gardening and flowers and Jesus and the Holy Spirit to basically give her a course in theology, ex- ex- inviting her into the miracle of God and creation itself. And so, Terry, please, can you, can you take us into some of these things that, that are, appear in this article in the New Earth in April, but also your lived experience of how the Holy Spirit instructs you through the beauty and the power of the plants and the flowers? Well, one thing I wanted to say is the first time I heard of a Mary Garden, which a lot of people have not, was Real Presence Radio. I, I don't know who you was interviewing. I just saw, I heard a little snippet. And then I started doing some research, and I found, you know, it seemed like there was every plant had a Mary Garden name to it. So it was, you know, fun stuff like snapdragons are baby Jesus' shoes. <laughs> you know, there's Dianthus's brings to mind Mary as a seamstress. Um, there was those type of things. So I just, I started to think that every single plant would have some sort of meaning um, you know, that would bring you your mind to God, to Mary. Uh, 
And so I started developing a lot of different beds. One of them was the Holy Trinity. Uh, the actual whole garden is called Trinity Gardens. And then I put in a Sacred Heart of Jesus, of course, with a lot of red flowers, his favorite color. <laughs> and then later on, I just I started having this devotion to Divine Mercy, so I added a section on there, Divine Mercy. A lot of my designs have a lot of symbolic meaning behind them. Um, that's just sort of my spirituality. Um, there's the Tree of Life. Uh, and I, over a course of three years, I put in, uh, well, I should say I designed a Eucharistic medallion that depicts the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord. And I, uh, my son and my husband put it in the ground. It's 14 feet around. In the middle is a Eucharistic miracle uh, depicted there because I have experienced that many times. Um, there's a grape arbor. Everybody knows scripture about, you know, I am the vine, you are the branches. Place for our sorrowful mother. Uh, we lost two children, so I have two memorial gardens, like uh, Trez Grace is a garden of life, and David Michael is a garden for the unborn. And uh, last year, you know, really the resurrection was like, that was uh, mind-blowing, you know, to, to, to sit there and experience what God had given me and, you know, the plants that I would be putting in. And I just, I have a special connection to the resurrection. And, you know, it was just, you know, I don't know. It gives me shivers right now just thinking about it. But just all these things in the garden that all of a sudden are revealed, like, why did I want to hybridize daylilies? Well, Saint, it's Saint Joseph's lily. <laughs> you know, who, who knew? And uh, a hydrangea is a hail mary, and um, and then somebody gave me assumption lily, and um, you know, of course, that it goes to her mother. And but there's just there's so many beautiful, you know, things like that to think about. But a lot of it, you know, I'll be out there looking at the flowers and all of a sudden you just, you know, God's presence is there and he's showing me the beauty that he created. And, you know, and I take a lot of pictures and it just, it just touches your heart, you know. So what would be, for example, a plant of resurrection? What would, what would be in that section? In that section, uh, right behind where our Lord would lay... Um, that his body would have laid is a plant that has sort of yellow gold, so like the glow as he's coming back oh. alive. Um, the area where, you know, Calgary is and that, that's sort of, there's no flowers in there. But as you move over, um, and this is this is sort of funny, so there's a hosta there called Captain Kirk. Does anybody know one of the famous, you know, lines from there? Beat me up, Scotty. Yes, it is. And it's like, oh, Lord, you know. Humor, humor. Yeah, what, what, what can you say? And then um, the Assumption uh, hosta will get moved there. And then there'll, there'll be violets there that sort of, you know, when you talk about the truth, you're talking about, uh, you know, the, the truth, humility, and, you know, who are you? Who are you really? What is the truth? And um, so that's been something in, that comes to mind to me a lot because it's like 
there's so many things in your life that you think that, okay, I've got to be this, i got to be that, but what is the truth of it? You know, and one of my prayers for years is, Lord, make me into what you wanted me to be, what you created me to be. You know, Terry, as you're, wow, so beautifully describing this, what's coming to my mind is like, you know, I'm thinking back when I was much younger and I first discovered the rosary as an adult, like a 19-year-old to 21 years old in my life, discovering this. And as you discover the rosary, you discover this relationship with Mary, you initially fall in love with Mary, but then it's like she you come to discover like, oh, the whole time she's loving me, she's actually loving me into Jesus, and the rosary is becoming a tool or a means by which she's taking me into deeper relationship with Christ through this very practical thing like holding these beads and thinking about the prayers and but then it goes to this greater deeper place so here you are it's gardening and you're doing plants and flowers and but it's like praying the rosary where God is he's little by little he's pulling back the veil and he's showing you through his beauty and creation deeper real like deeper reality very i mean even as you're talking I, i'm sitting here going like man this is it and i feel i feel like i should take my shoes off we're on holy ground here that you're 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 allowing us to come into this very intimate place between you and god and i, I if i didn't know i'd walk through and like oh it's a garden there's some flowers here but no th- this is like the garden of life you know, I have taken people through that are not Catholic. I give them the Catholic tour, and by the time they, they're done, they're like, man, this place has so much peace. And that's that's God's presence there. Wow. Evangelization through flowers. Yeah. I mean, there was even a, a pastor from another church that says, can I have a silent retreat here? Really? And I said, you know, I'll need to think about that one. <laughs> but... You know, but there there is so much to share there, and I know I've had priests out there before, and they, you know, they just they want to soak it up, wow. you know. No, so I know that there are listeners right now, and they're sitting there, they're saying they're so stimulated by what you, what you said, and they want to know how how do you do this? How do you begin this? How, what 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 are the steps to doing uh, Mary Garden? What how does this go? Could you take us through some, what's the practical beginning and steps to developing this type of relationship? Well, you know, my first thought is what you should do is consecrate yourself to the Blessed Virgin Mary. Mm -hmm. You know, there's 33 days to morning glory. I love that book. Uh, I, you know, do it over and over every year. I think having that relationship, but you know how God isn't complicated you know, I've got two and a half acres. There's, uh, it's highly landscaped. It's uh, my my husband. I design. He builds. You know what happens. There's <laughs> stuff everywhere. So I wouldn't want people to think that they would have to do that. You know, because it it would be too much for most people. And say somebody, you know, they're in the house. They can't really get out. Or say they can't grow a plant. Just have a statue of Mary. You know, you can have a little artificial plant right there or a real plant, whatever. It can be as simple as that. But it's supposed to draw you into, okay, here's Mary. I'm going to go sit and pray with her and spend some time with our dear mother. 
So that's where I'd want people to start, and then they could start learning about all the different names and decide what's right for them. But I don't want it to become like this overwhelming, like, i got to do this, i got to do that. Just something uh, to bring them closer to Mary and God. So so what I'm hearing you say is that like anybody could do this, mm-hmm. and it, and it's a journey. It's like it's like discovering the rosary or some other devotion, where it's a step by step thing. You consecrate to Mary, little statue, little plant, and what she's going to guide you. She's going to lead you. The Holy Spirit and Mary are going to take you yes. to this garden of life. Yes, yeah. yes, because you know there might there might be something else in in your life that she wants you to to do or realize, but. In a garden, you find beauty. And, you know, if you stop and look at, you know, the plant or the flowers and just let your heart be touched, you know, uh, there's like so much waiting for you. Yeah. You know, you're, you've you got to take the step and the time to be with our dear mother and then let her lead you. I mean, I, there's just, I can't I- express how much there is. We have one minute remaining is there is there some favorite or special intimate thing that you could share with us in the last minute just for our listeners from this fruit of your experience yeah there's something that i wrote a garden is life the seed is planted god brings forth life the garden is a symbol of the incarnation as humanity is called to participate as mary did to bring forth christ our destiny is to become one with God. It's part of his plan. I say fiat, yes, as Mary taught me. Terry, that's so beautiful. Uh, for all of our listeners, this uh, it, a reference, you can go to the Fargo Diocese website and you can look up the New Earth, which is the diocesan paper. The April edition, there's a three-page spread there where it goes into some of these very details and, and, and reference for what, what Terry has just witnessed to us and shared with us. Thank you for your faith journey. Thank you for th- this is thank you for for bringing beauty into uh, this this dark world that, that we live in. This I, I feel like I've been comforted here uh, tremendously in in this last half hour. Absolutely. As we go to break now, on on the other side, we uh, we're in turn towards evangelization. I don't know Janelle. There, there's some people that that word really terrifies them, scares them, what have you. We're going to have with us uh, Luke Helwig, who he's an expert amateur at uh, evangelization he's going to be with us on the other side of the break please stay tuned to real presence live live engaging and local this is real presence live where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the real presence radio network 